0: Welcome to the Happier and Healthier Podcast with Nest. My name is Bridget Lavin, I am your host, and I am so happy to be back here recording after a little holiday break. Today we are talking about habits and routines, and I have my favorite guest ever, Kristen Markey, who is the founder of Nest Health Connections and really the whole reason behind this podcast. So so happy to have you here today, Kristen. Yay. I'm so happy to be here.
1: It's been a it's been a minute since we've we've talked. Yeah. Um and I'm I'm delighted to be here to talk about habits.
0: Yeah, habits and routines. So we thought this was a really great topic um, to start with January. We've been doing a kickstart challenge with a lot of our clients, and this challenge means something a little bit different to everyone. We had uh, the employees make up their own goal, their own um, yeah, their own goal for the month of January. Do you want to say a little bit more about it?
1: Oh, uh, I love the Kickstart Challenge, and we've been doing kind of variations of this challenge for many years now, and I think that um, all the years of experience have culminated to, to this challenge, and it has been really executed well um, with this wonderful therapist. Oh, Leslie. Yeah. Leslie Loftus, <laughs> who's been on the podcast. I forgot that maybe some of the listeners remember Leslie because she is um, really, she's been leading the challenge and um, really focused on a, from a mental health perspective, but um, employees can choose their own path and, and really focus on the areas that they want to focus on and, and um, You know, they have the employees are able to tune in every week to educational talks and movement breaks and um, a variety of other programming um, just to keep them on track throughout the month, and um, it's been really well received, and the feedback has just been fantastic, so... Um, yeah, it's a really exciting time of the year for sure.
0: It's a very exciting time of the year. And I think what's been illuminated in this challenge, maybe more than others, um, is that it really is those little habits, those just one little habit that you change throughout the month that makes a big difference. And we say this all the time at Nest yep.
1: small steps. Small, small steps. steps. The smallest steps make yeah. the biggest difference. Yeah, I that's really do. definitely one of our values and things that we love to talk about all the time. Yeah,
0: and I think we're really seeing that with this challenge because it's not a very regimented diet plan. This is exactly what you need to do. These are six things you need to change. It's what are a couple things in your life that you want to change? What are a few actions you can commit to this month? And everyone's kind of doing their own thing, but we're doing it together and you can really feel that it's those little habits that those one or two things that are making a big difference. Yeah,
1: and then building on that, right? Mm -hmm. Continue to build on it.
0: Yeah. So we wanted to talk about habits and routines. Yeah. Um, And I know you have a very solid, disciplined morning routine. Oh, my gosh. Let's let's (laughs) start there. Tell us about your morning routine.
1: Okay. Well, I love the morning routine, and my morning routine um, now really could – Go into the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I love the morning routine so much, but it definitely didn't start off the where it is today. Um, and um, I think you know maybe I started with meditation and five minutes. I mean i I think that's where I started. Was okay. I'm just gonna. Tr- I'm gonna try to do med. This is going back many years, but I wanted to try to do meditation, and I tried. I did meditation, I tried sitting on my own and just like some breathing techniques and I just tried a variation of meditation and from there it grew to where I am today which well, I need like a, a true hour um, <laughs> <laughs> but I find so much joy in it that that hour like I would do anything to keep that routine going but again it started with five minutes
0: mm-hmm. five minutes of meditation and now does it include some journaling?
1: Yep. Well, I'll, I'll kind of share my whole, little, my whole little routine. So um, water, very first thing, drink some water. And I just drink the water that's on my bedside table that I sat there the night before. So it's between 8 and 12 ounces. And I just drink that straight away. And from there, I have a dog that needs to go out. <laughs> so she has impacted my morning routine and getting sunlight. So that is one thing that I was told, you know, could be really an important component. As, you know, getting that morning sunlight, helping to set your circadian rhythm. And so incorporating the first morning sun um, into the morning routine is important. So I, you know, drink my water, I put some just some sweats on or whatever. And I don't shower or anything. I mean, I just go out and walk my dog and get that first morning sun. And then I come back, and I journal, and I meditate. Sometimes I journal first. Sometimes I meditate first. And then I do, like, this little workout. And this little workout, um, it, I, I love this little workout. So... This kind of started when I knew I needed to get that first morning sun and I would go outside and I wouldn't walk my dog, I would be like sitting in my yard um, with the dog. And so I decided I can't just sit here, this is boring for me, Um, I'm gonna do a little workout outside. So I started jumping rope outside and I wanted to jump rope in the sun and the only place to jump rope in the sun at my house um, was on the front porch.
0: So um,
1: all of my neighbors for quite some time, I think years, so those people in Greenwood Village that are listening probably knew that I jumped rope on my front porch every single day. Loads of people saw me. Um, Some laughed at me. Some people said, I started jumping rope because I saw you, which I loved. But I jump rope um, just a 100 jumps, and then I do like... Then I would do, like, push-ups or whatever, something to get my heart rate down, and then jump rope 100 times again, and then do something else, like lunges. And then I would jump rope again 100 times, and then do something else. So that little jump rope, now I do it inside because I've done the dog walking. um, But I still jump rope, and now it's kind of into, like, this little workout routine where I do some bicep curls, and I do some, you know... Triceps, and I do some shoulders, and I do, you know, I and I do still do the push-ups, and but the whole thing, the whole fitness thing, is fifteen minutes. So yeah. all of that together can be an hour, <laughs> but it also can be fifteen minutes if I need it to be. Yeah, and I think that's the important part because sometimes you do not have an hour, no matter what, you do not have an hour. So sometimes it can be fifteen minutes, sometimes it can be less.
0: Yeah, I love that you give yourself that flexibility. And thank you so much for sharing your routine. You've always <laughs> talked about your morning routine. And I'm like, I think she jump rope. I, th- I think she does journaling. But, you know, it's always, it's nice to hear what other people do. And what I'm kind of learning as, as I develop my routine, as my routine changes, is that it's actually less about exactly what you do and more about the fact that you're just doing it. And so when you look at some of the benefits of, like, routines and how they help, they really help to manage stress, and they help with, like, emotional overload. And the reason for that is because there's a consistency and a stability to them in this, like, unpredictable world. And so it's just, you know, doing the same thing every day has a huge effect on our minds, on our stress level. It improves our sleep. Um, And so if you're listening and you're like, I don't know if I can jump rope because I cannot actually jump (laughs) rope. (laughs) Um, I just want people to hear you know it's less about the jumping rope and more about that you're committing to yourself on a consistent basis.
1: Right and it's what works for me Mm -hmm. right like I wanted to be one of those people that gets up out of bed and goes for a run in the morning it sounds fantastic honestly like my body doesn't even work like that like it takes and, and my little workout is really a little workout I get my heart rate up comes down it's a a small workout it's not this massive workout routine right so I think starting small is the key message and just building on it and journaling I think can be daunting there's so I mean you've done a whole podcast on journaling didn't you and um it can be daunting for some like I don't know what to write about like that seems dumb I don't know what to write about Mm -hmm. When I started journaling, I just wrote three things I'm grateful for. That's it. Three things. I did that for years. Yeah. Just three things. And then it kind of snowballed into a lot more detail. But um, starting out each one of the, whatever, however you want to put your morning routine together, Mm -hmm. just starting out small um, is, is the best way to start. And still, when I journal and I only have like a minute to journal, I use three prompts and that is what can I let go of today, what am I grateful for, and what am I going to focus on, and they can be three words. I can just write down three words. It takes 60 seconds. Um, So again, like that consistency I think matters, and so writing those three words versus writing down, you know, a page. Sometimes, I mean, my average is like a half a page. You know, I don't have to write. I don't feel like oh, my morning routine wasn't complete because I didn't write three pages. (laughs) It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Again, there's that flexibility in there. And I do want to talk about changing your routine based on seasons. But first, I want to just shout out to water because I feel like there's one thing that doesn't ever change in my routine. It's water. And whether it's hot water or water with lemon or you know, water from the night before, Mm -hmm. I think starting your morning with water is so key. And when I think of all the, um, quote unquote successful people or people in my life that I really admire and look up to, they're very hydrated people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are dehydrated in the morning, you know, just, you've just slept, um, eight hours, hopefully, eight hours, (laughs) 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 and, um, you know, uh, hydration helps with so many things um, as you get your body started for the day, and, you know, just to have that, um, you know, water intake first thing will just set you up for success.
0: Yeah. I agree. I think water is key. Um, But as we mentioned, I do think it's important to have flexibility and it's okay for your routine to change. I think my morning routine, what it was 10 years ago, is different than what it is now and probably different than what it's going to be a year from now. Um, And I think allowing that evolution to happen is really important. If you're familiar with Ayurveda, I think we've talked about it a little bit before. Ayurveda is notorious for their two hour long morning routines and they have whole bunch of self-care practices like dry brushing the body or putting oils on the body and um, two hours is a little excessive to me but one of the things I really love about Ayurveda is that they they change the practices based on the season so what you're doing in the winter is different than what you're doing in the summer because our bodies have different needs in the different times of the seasons yeah yeah So for me, I've noticed, you know, after years and years and years and years of meditating first thing in the morning, like, I I really had it drilled and disciplined in me that I, like, before anything else, before even my water, I needed to sit down on my mat and meditate. Some teachers would even say, before you go to the bathroom, like sit and meditate. I've switched my practice to have journaling instead of meditation be, you know, my main practice. And it just feels so nice to switch up my method, to give my mind a little bit of a break and to change it up um, because sometimes I think we grow rigid in those practices. And, um, yeah, it's just good to switch it up. So how yeah. is your routine? Okay. Has it switched up at all in the winter um, or even through the holidays? How did it change? I know it's really hard when traveling. You yeah, know?
1: I have a very hard time when I'm traveling, that's for sure. And, and um, I think the things that always work for me As having some water. I actually have athletic greens, too. I didn't even put that in there. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I always have athletic greens every day, but um, I always have some water and always journal and always meditate. But the other um, things kind of go by the wayside when I'm traveling for a variety of reasons. But um, I I find it difficult, you know, when you're not in the same space to keep the same routine. Um, Your question about the seasonality and if my routine changes in the seasons, for sure, because in the morning, um, in the summertime in Colorado, it's so beautiful. My walks generally are longer with my dog, and so then maybe I won't do my fitness, and maybe some of my fitness stuff is outside, like I'll do some lunges while I'm walking the dog, or I'll use a uh, like a picnic table to do some push-ups or some dips or something like that. So that. like yeah. just kind of just being outside a little bit more. Um, and in the winter time, I'll do a lot more things inside before I go outside because it's so cold. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, no matter what the temperature is, I do go outside. Yeah. Like it can be like we had that bout of negative whatever. And, I thought, oh my gosh, I don't know if this is actually safe for me to be outside here, <laughs> but oh, I was, it was fine, so wow. I do try to get outside.
0: Kudos to you. Yeah, I think that might be one I want to add to my list, and I also really, I feel challenged by the travel with my routine. I always find it hard to sit down and meditate when I'm traveling or spending time with family although that's usually when you need the practices the most. <laughs> um, and I do challenge, I feel challenged a little bit too when the seasons change, you know. Um, I get frustrated when it goes from summer to winter, and I, I usually do sit outside in the summer, but then in the winter I just, I'm like, nope, I'm not walking outside <laughs> in negative 20 yeah. degrees. Um, but kudos to you for, for sticking with the outside even in the winter. I really
1: get bundled up.
0: Yeah, I'm like, you, you must have like a parka, I a do, hat. I do, I do. All the things, all the things for yeah. sure. Because, oh. um, yeah, I don't want to be cold. So yeah. I'm, I'm bundled up for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I really do think these routines, they just, they kind of set um, set the tone for your life, set the tone for your day and how you're going to interact with people. Um, I love morning routines. I also have an evening routine. I don't know if you have an evening routine, um, I'm happy to share mine as well, but you can go first. <laughs> I can go first.
1: Um, I the, the one thing that has been consistent for me on my evening routine for many, many, many years, probably decades now, is like reading a real book in bed before I go to bed. I actually cannot go to sleep without reading. Sometimes it's a sentence yeah, <laughs> I'm no so tired. I'm that. so tired, but I'm like, I just want to <laughs> open my book just for one sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been consistent. But I mean, there's lots of, you know, we work with lots of experts on sleep and um, both the morning routine and the evening routine are so important to um, ensure consistent sleep habits. And you can't go from, you know, 60 to zero, right? Like we go from zero to 60 in the morning sometime, like jumping out of bed. But the evening routine, uh, the morning routine can kind of slowly bring you into your day to Uh ease into that zero to 60. And you think about like the converse, like with your evening routine, you can't be like running around in the evening and doing whatever and then just expect to fall into bed and get a great night's sleep. So, you know, having that evening routine to slow things down. Um, you know, I don't really watch very much TV. I don't really look at my phone, you know, right before I go to bed. but you know that is a challenge for me, you know, to to put my electronics away. I know it's the experts say that's at the tippy top of the list, putting your electronics, Away an hour before you go to bed, but I like want to check in with my kids and and all the things, right? Yeah. They're they're not in the house with me anymore, so I want to make sure everybody's okay. And so I'll look at my phone, but the things that are important to me include just reading, spending some time reading, you know, maybe doing a short meditation. I use meditation music at night. That's been a new thing, like over the last year. I use the Insight Timer app, and they have a variety. It's all free, and there's a variety of good music that I listen to as I fall asleep. But, yeah, my evening routine has changed, changes all the time. I try to have an hour of, you know, like, me time. I drink tea a lot of evenings. I'll, you know, just do some relax. Sometimes I take a bath and burn a candle, you know, like, just to having those relaxation techniques are are important. But I'd love to hear about yours, Bridget. <laughs> Tell us your routine. My routine yours is probably not, a little bit more put together than mine.
0: Not really. It's really changed a lot. And uh, right now, it's pretty simple. And I have found I have a Tibetan scene bowl in my room, and so I I like to ding it every time I come into the room to, like, get ready for bed. Oh, I love that. I just, I love it. It's just kind of signaling to my brain, you know, oh, it's time to get ready for bed, and I also burn a little Palo Santo, um... And then I wash my face, which seems pretty average. But for me, I didn't really start watch- washing my face until a couple years ago. You're <laughs> we like <laughs> right now. But here's the thing: for me, is it's not just about you know taking care of my skin. I've learned that like the water on my face, it, it's another sign to my body that like, oh, it's bedtime. And it yeah. actually works the same way psychologically that it does for like kids in a routine who take a bath before bed every night. The water mm-hmm. isn't just to clean themselves of the day, it's signaling to their brain like when they do it every time, oh, bedtime comes next. Yep. And so my, I have realized my washing my face is like, I really don't get tired until I've washed my face. And I'm like, okay, it's You know, telling my body it's time. And then I do use lavender oil. So for me, my bedtime routine is very like visceral. Like I need the smells and the scents and the feeling of the water to really tell my nervous system it's time. I do also try to stay off my phone. I try, you know, try to read a little bit and not have screen time too close to bed. Um, But even if I do, you know, watch a, a late night TV show. I think as soon as I have that water in my face, the scent of lavender oil, the bell, it's like, okay, it's time. Oh my gosh, I
1: have the Tibetan singing bowl and I never use it. It's like just sitting, I'm like, oh, that gives me an idea of when to use it.
0: And I don't even, sometimes I don't even like fully play it. I just like ding it Uh uh, like three times and I'm just, and and when you do do it every day for a year, your body just, you know, we are a little bit like animals, Pavlov's dog. You just kind of teach your brain like, oh, bedtime comes next. Uh, so I really, really, really love it, but it used to be a little more intense. I went through a whole year where I played that soft, calming music and I journaled before bed and, but then life changes, life happens. And what I'm really, really learning is it's less about what you do and more about that you are doing something actively to take care of your health, to take care of your sleep and your mindset and your emotions on a daily basis. And I know Leslie Loftus, who we love, she talks about it as doing your emotional laundry. And I really th- feel like having a morning routine or evening routine or both, they, it kind of gives you that space to take care of yourself from not just like a nutritious level, but from an emotional and mental level as well. Yeah, I want to ask one final question. If, you know, if someone was listening to this and they're like, wow, I just don't have the discipline. I just don't have the discipline I can't say consistent, what would you tell them?
1: I would just say start small and don't get discouraged. Like, is there one little thing, like even just the water? Mm -hmm. And having the water, for me, like sometimes I would forget if I didn't have it on my bedside table. Like, not like I would forget to hydrate, but just like the first thing, the very first thing. So moving it to the place where you see it. So... Um, set yourself up. If you want to start journaling, put that journal right on your bedside table. Or if you want to start, you know, with a little tiny workout, just one, you know, the jump roping for me, right? Um, Put your, get your tennis shoes out and get your, 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 whatever you're going to wear, put it out right next to your bed. So, um, just set yourself up for success the night before. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, for your, for your morning routine and for your evening routine, also just like the, the smallest things matter, the very smallest thing. Having that cup of tea at night could just put you into a just a restful, mindful state to get into bed. So it doesn't have to be hard. Building on it is the most exciting thing because like once you find out oh I feel really I feel really good doing this morning routine. I want it to last longer. Okay, maybe I'll get up a little bit earlier um, so that it can last a little bit longer. And that is a beautiful thing. So I hope we've encouraged the listeners to just try and and not be afraid of like the words morning and evening routine too. Because yeah. I think that might put people off like, oh I don't
0: I don't need a routine. Yeah. You know
1: but it can be a beautiful, beautiful part to your day. So embrace it.
0: Yeah. And yeah, the word morning too, some people might think, oh, I have to wake up at 5 a.m. But like you said, like sometimes it just takes you 15 minutes, you know? So if your usual wake up time is seven, maybe it's just 6.45. You know, it doesn't have to be a 4 a.m. wake up call. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing your morning routine and evening routine with us, Kristen. And thank you for being here. Absolutely. I love doing thank this you. podcast, and um, thank you to the listeners. We have so much in store for you this year, so please keep listening, and um, if you have any questions at all, you can always email us at info at nesthealthconnections.com.
1: Yeah, and or if you have suggestions, too. Oh, if you yeah. have
0: suggestions for podcasts, we'd love to hear. Yes, would love that. All right, thanks for listening. Take care. Bye.